three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Real Pineapple. This is Hunter, and I'm here with Colin. Colin, how are you, friend? Oh, you know, just ready to review some super cool movies with my nice African American buddy. <laughs> oh, that's that's me. Yeah, you. <laughs> so, thanks, man. Um, so I'm just gonna say this right now. Uh, sometimes we do try to build some suspense, you know, on what we're viewing. Like, how do we think about it? We're reviewing Hearts Beat Loud, and I'm just throwing it out there. Um, I adore this movie so fucking much. I cannot... I, I'm so excited to talk to you about this movie. Top top 10? Um, 2018? I will say... I. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop kind of a bombshell here. Ooh. Uh, so I'm gonna drop two bombshells actually. Ooh. So gonna drop I'm a still, deuce on everybody. Yeah, exactly. So currently, I'm still finalizing my best and worst of because we are finish, we're recording that at the end of the month. Um, I currently I, I I hate doing this, but I have to for the for this reason. I currently have this at number ten, tied with one other movie. That doesn't, only that doesn't count. That one of them's I, I, an honorable I, I, mention. I, 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 I. <laughs> one of them's so, a, one of them's an honorable mention. So I have this tied with one other movie currently. It this actually knocked Infinity War off the list. If my list stands as it is right now, damn. I do not have, I do not have Infinity War in my top ten as of now. Yeah. Um, and this is like my. God, it's like at least my 12th go around on my, on my list. I keep seeing stuff. It's like, oh, that was great. And it's like, oh, damn it. Like, uh, <laughs> this movie, dude, okay. So, jumping in here, I think the biggest, one of the biggest crimes in Hollywood, and I truly mean this, it, it's not even his fault because he did his job. Nick Offerman is such an amazing fucking actor. He's so good in everything he's in. And I really don't, I, I know everyone obviously goes, you know, Ron Swanson first and foremost, but the guy, I mean, whether it's this, uh, he was in the Lego movie too, which he was hilarious, and uh, if you've seen Bad Times at the El Royale, he has a great part in that, um, but he's also in, uh, he's in The Founder, which I know we were both big fans of, but he's in that movie too, um, uh, Kings of Summer, I love Kings of Summer. Yeah, it's I, a I great think movie. That, and, and I, the, the, Seriously, if you have not seen this movie, and the thing I love about this podcast, man, is that while we review, you know, stuff like Avengers and stuff like that, we really do shine a light on a lot of indie stuff that I don't think people would hear about otherwise. And honestly, man, this is not only one of my favorite movies of last year, man. This is one of my favorite, me- like, musical like movies ever because it, it it's bordering on a musical because obviously it's a lot. It's very heavily. Uh, it, entrenched in music but the way they use music the score in this i've been playing the soundtrack for the last week and a half i i listen to at least three songs a day off the hearts beat loud uh soundtrack i i just i adore this movie uh colin go ahead <laughs> yeah I, I found this movie randomly um thanks to some nice amazon algorithms 
Um, <laughs> so I like to troll through all the new, like, to rent and buy movies on Amazon. And uh, this one popped out. They usually have a good handful of indie movies they'll throw on there. Um, and I was like, oh, Ron Swanson. That's cool. I was like, kind of sounds like uh, one of those movies, like, um, you know, like Once or yeah. Um, there was another one they they did after that. I think uh, Begin Again, or I, I forget what the other one was called. <clears throat> yeah, Begin Again with uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo and Keira Knightley, right? Yeah, that was like another music one that was pretty good. Yeah, I love that one too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so this kind of falls into that category um, of just like. Uh, I mean, so, some of them aren't necessarily feel-good movies. Some of them, like, like Once is very sad, and it has a sad ending, too. It's, it's, it's kind of like a bittersweet end. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, this is just kind of like a, like a fun, like, really heartfelt, you know, feel-good movie of Ron Swanson um, just taking care of his, of his girl before she goes off to college and ditches him. Like a I, oh. <laughs> like a big mean-hearted person, because why would you oh. ever want to leave your beautiful dad, who has a great I, record store? That that is true. So I mean, jump into the plot here. So uh, Kirstie Clemens, who uh, you've seen in you've you've seen her in a couple things. You've seen her in uh, she was in Neighbors too. That's right. She was in Neighbors uh, too as well. But uh, she was in Dope, which. <laughs> Has almost become a ongoing joke on the podcast because we kept saying we're going to review Dope and never got a chance to. Uh, so good though. We'll have to review at some point, but yeah, she's digging Dope, and I I love her in that too. So she plays Sam, who uh, is obviously uh, the daughter of Ron Swanson, who plays Frank uh, Nick Offerman. So you find out her mom died, and when you find out how her mom died, I went, wow, that's shitty. How was it again? It, uh, she get she uh, she get she gets hit by a uh, by a car on her bike. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they bring up later on with Sam that she doesn't know how to ride a bike, and you go, oh, yeah, that 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 would kind of yeah, that kind of deter you from <laughs> learning how yeah, to ride. I wouldn't a bike. like bikes either. It, yeah, so, so, seriously, as someone who's been hit while on a bike, it's not a great feeling. So I totally get why uh, she was like, "I'm, I'm cool." Yeah, you don't um, do too many bikes anymore. <laughs> I, I do not. Yeah, because getting hit once was enough for me. But um, so uh, Frank works at uh, it's called Red Hook Records, uh, the record store he runs at. And I will say, part of my emotional attachment to this is growing up in a very uh, musician-heavy musical home. But also because Red Hook Records, dude, it took me back to the coast. Uh, it totally reminded me of Boo Boo's, mm-hmm. and I was just, I was just like, oh, Boo Boo Records and San Luis Obispo. I, I, I love you, store. Um, and that's really for me as a kid, where so much of my uh, musical taste came from. Whether you know, it's just discovering, you know, like The Temptations' greatest hits, or Andy DeFranco, or James Taylor, or The Police. I mean, I could go on and on. Uh, Boo's Wars where I, I got my records or uh, when I was a kid. I'd be like, oh, I want this one, you know? Uh, I discovered a, a, a Lance Moore set there. I, I still love Lance Moore set. I, I would cry if I met her. <laughs> but uh, Frank's been working there, I think they say 17 years. And uh, the lady who owns the uh, building is uh, Leslie, who's played by Tony Collette. And can I just say, I love Tony Collette too, man. Like, she's one of those actresses when I see her in something, I go, oh, I go, sweet. All right, you're in this. Um, yeah, she's a really good actress. She, yeah, she, she's she's 
really is a delight. And I was a big fan of uh, United States of Terror. I really enjoyed that show. So when I saw she was in this, I went, oh, that's, that's an even more pleasant surprise. And what I appreciated about this, because it's very easy to fall into the, you know, one, you know, they, they have to end up together. When it kind of goes that route, uh, that 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 route, whoa, route. There we go. Uh, with Leslie and Frank, it doesn't feel like they're forcing it. It feels like a very natural sort of attraction to each other. Because I mean, who wouldn't be attracted to Nick Offerman? He's he's a delight. But um, but it feels very earned when they get to that point. I do appreciate the turmoil they have with their relationship because it's random. So, I, I, I don't know if this happens to you. I, I mean, I don't know if this happens with you and uh, your wife when you go out. But one <laughs> thing I hate is, like, when you turn your back and you're just at a bar and you're with a girl. And, dude, it is, like, dudes are, like, vultures, man. Like, the moment he turns his back, this guy comes up, like, oh, hey, Leslie, it's been a while. And I was like, oh, fuck off, dude. Like, they're cooked together. You like I Oh, I hated that guy. I can't even think of the guy's name. But I was like, oh, like. I don't like you. Don't get in the way of Frank and Leslie being together. It it it, 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 it upset me greatly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's a that's a real thing that happens too. And it's just like, uh, man, nothing nothing ruins a date quite like a like an ex showing up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it's oh god, it's uncomfortable. I've seen exes here in Reno, and it, like my my oh my. Oh my neck is just like, oh, it's like, oh god, not you. <laughs> like, like, man. It, but, it, was, it reminded me of um, she's out of your league, or yeah, with, with the the ex boyfriend who's like all jacked and and like handsome, like thinks that he's the waiter and just like sits down at his table. And I was like, oh damn, like the, the, definitely a a, a bummer <laughs> when that happens. Yeah, to, to, yeah, to put it mildly. Um, but, uh, the, so just kind of going down the list here. So, I, like I said, I love uh, Tony Collette. I love Nick Offerman in this. I thought uh, Kiersey Clemens, who plays Sam, she really does have to run the gamut of, of emotions. You know, there's, there's a point where, I don't I don't want to say depressed, because I think it's a little strong. She seems a little lost when, when we kind of start with her in the movie. She's going to med school, which, you know, is, is awesome, great for her. Uh, I think they say UCLA is where she's going, if Mary serves. Yeah, but, she's she's just going for undergrad, but yeah, she's going to be pre-med. Yeah, and, and I uh, and I think what really drew me to her is that she, she's not, she's angry, but like that teenage anger, <laughs> like, like she, you, you, you know what I mean? She's just kind of lashing out a little bit, because, you know, parents not there, too, and that's not easy, especially your mom. Yeah, but she's, she's dealing with loss, so she's, she probably just wants to like separate herself from you know a situation where she has to be constantly reminded of her mom at least that's one explanation no and i and I actually agree with that god you god it's like you're a podcast or something but uh, but i mean that's a really good point i think if there's one complaint i have about this i they don't say how long it's been since the mom uh, uh got killed i i kind of would have liked that just for some context to mm-hmm. be honest but um but um, but her and Sam, but Sam though, she's, you know, she's kind of figuring herself out. And so music, it, it, it's, Sam, uh, Frank has this throwaway line when she's talking, he's talking with Leslie. He has this throwaway line where he goes, you know, uh, Sam has some pipes. She's got some chops and he goes, 
And Leslie kind of retorts back with, oh, well, I'm not surprised. And he goes, Frank goes, oh, well, she didn't get that from me. So clearly kind of putting the emphasis on, you know, the mom was the, maybe the first musical influence. Uh, I had no idea Nick Offerman could play the drums and, <laughs> and play bass, apparently. I was like, what? I was like, Nick Offerman, you've been holding, I was like, you've been holding out. Yeah, he's like, like a good musician. What What was the... Um... How, how did they come to like record the first song? Because remember they have a uh, they have jam sesh time. Remember it's jam sesh jam time. Set. Yeah, but it's what? Time. So they like, just like they just recorded it and um, yeah, submitted just, it to Spotify just on well, on a whim. Well, remember they started just they were just kind of screwing around during jam session. right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and uh, and he records it and then he just submits it, doesn't tell her, right? Because then he goes like, "Hey, we're on Spotify," and she's kind of like, and Sam's kind of like, "What the hell did you do?" Yeah, because they're like playing it in the cafe or something, right? Like the coffee shop. He has like the the new indie mix playing, and he's just like, "Hey, it's exactly. my song." Well, he mentions that they're on a uh, a. Uh, playlist with spoon and i was sitting there and i went i know i was like oh you are going indie good god like you do spoon in there like which made me laugh I was like oh that's so cool but if you name your uh, band after a spoon you know you're indie yeah exactly. yeah exactly but um so they they start to actually have some success on spotify so of course they end up having frank and sam end up having the big they, there has to be a fight somewhere in this movie and i will say I romantic comedies drive me nuts with you know the nothing fight, as Dane Cook would say, where they just argue about nothing. You go, why is this even an argument you guys are having? The fight that Sam and Frank have, it's a very real fight because Frank wants her to maybe put off school for a year and kind of see what happens with the band. Uh, Sam obviously wants to go ahead and. and you know, move, get out on our own and go ahead and kind of, you know, explore and go to school. So they both have the reasons that are valid, but it is just, it's heartbreaking to see them fight because it's near the end of the movie. And I, what I appreciate is that, and if you, if you have a kid or you are a kid, you, you, you're going to get what I'm about to say. Sometimes there isn't, there just isn't an apology Sometimes you just kind of go, all right, you just kind of move on from it. You kind of address it. You go, okay, we both were wrong and both were right and kind of just move on from it. And I appreciate that there's not a big, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry too. They just kind of look at each other and they're playing. Uh, they're playing and they just kind of go, you know, all right, this was this was shitty. But, you know, we both were, it, we were coming from a good place, if that makes sense. Uh, kind of your thoughts on that. Yeah. And the whole time, like, this movie's going on, there's just the lingering, you know, thought for Frank, Nick Offerman's character, that, you know, his daughter's going across the country, like, peacing out. And, um, you know, <coughs> he kind of has this last-ditch effort of, like, no, we can actually be musicians. You don't have to go be a dumb doctor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should just come chill and make songs with me type of you know, thought in the back of his mind. Um, but he's still just like such a good dad about it all. And like, he knows how tough it was on his daughter growing up without her mother. So like that, that was like throughout the whole movie, that was like the most touching thing for me. It was just like, you know, Frank 
doesn't want to lose his daughter, but he knows that he has to just let her go and do whatever's best for her. And he's just like a good dude about everything. He's just like a good dad. And even through like the fight, um, you know, he, he still keeps everything in perspective and it all ends up kind of, I think, making him stronger in the long run. You know? Right? No, that, that, no, that's how I feel about it, too. And I think... So, I will say... Uh, Sam throws the first blow here. She Because he talks about we could really be a band. And she goes, weren't you in a band 20 years ago? And how that turned out? And I was like, okay, no reason to be a bitch. Yeah, like, like, yeah like, your mom got hit when she was on a bike. Like, <laughs> like yeah, how is that like, supposed to happen to you? Like, the odds of that aren't very good. Yeah, so I would have made that was something I went, okay, girl, you need to, <laughs> like, you rein it back right now. And, and, yeah, and, that was pretty, he, that was a, that was a cold blow, low blow. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a low blow. And, and then it just, it escalates from there. So Frank goes and gets drunk at his local watering hole. Yeah, with Dave. <laughs> yeah, with great. Ted Dan. Okay, so speaking of people I love, I just started getting to uh, The Good Place. That is a great fucking show. I'm digging the good place right now. So that that's yet another show I'm starting and fucking. Is, kick is on. Ted Danson as beautiful in that as he is as Dave he the is. bartender? <laughs> yeah, he he really is. He's I, I just I love Ted Danson. In this I mean he's not in it a lot, but he owns his bar and just love to smoke a bunch of weed. I'm like, oh my god, it's my spirit animal. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, God, I would go to that bar all the time. Yeah, like if I was a bartender, I'd call it Hunter's Hole because I'm funny. But... <laughs> yeah, and he's like yeah. he's like a good he he's like a good dude too. He like looks out for Frank when he's drinking too much. He's just like takes the bottle. And you need a bartender like that. Like he, he you know, he's um, I can't remember why he says I believe he says something like uh, he says something like this isn't a, like uh, this isn't a business relationship i think is what he says because mm-hmm. frank's like just one more one more shot and he goes because frank goes there after the fight uh he asks with sam and then he does uh, and, and and this hurts me because i've been here uh frank goes to leslie's house oh god i forgot about that that's so awkward be, because he has a uh be, because you know she leslie's he sees him earlier in the movie with uh, that goon who showed up and, and interrupted their date. Fuck that guy. But he sees them together because he's going to say hi to her, like, to her place. He sees them walking together and he goes, well, fuck this. So he goes to Leslie's house. Real like, drunk. Like, one in the morning, if we're being conservative, and just starts going off about, oh, like, what's going off, you and what's his name? Yeah. I'm just like, Women love oh. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, women women love when you just like rant at them when you're drunk. I I've, I I have definitely done this on the phone a couple times. I was like, what about this? Like I I was sitting there. I was like, oh god, I've done this. Oh, like oh, that's really uncomfortable. Um, I oh yeah, that was oh. that was not the smartest move on his part. Yeah, yeah it's a bad look. But um, what I'll say though, as we kind of get uh, as we kind of wrap up here, so. It's really cool how Sam and Frank end up reconciling. They basically have their first ever concert. Their band name, by the way, is We're Not a Band, which I just went, I love that so much. And So indie. They, right? It, it's not as indie so as I, Spoon, but it's pretty indie. 
it's pretty indie. I actually downloaded like a uh, indie like essentials playlist off Spotify. That's been my that's been my playlist for the last couple weeks. I'm just like, yeah, this is also indie, and oh, I can just imagine being in a coffee shop when I listen to this. But, <laughs> yeah, you're but, such a rebel for listening to it outside of the walls of a coffee shop. Right, I know. What can I say? But their their performance. So they so they play a song "Hearts Beat Loud," which I'm gonna say I adore that song. Like every song that they play, I went, I love all of this. This is all wonderful. I um, and the girl can sing. Yeah. uh Kim Clemens can actually sing. Um, and and Frank, he's such a good musician. Nick Hoffman's a really good musician, and. You see their chemistry as they're playing together, and they're just having fun, and it comes across like that as the viewer, which made me just even happier. And I just thought about you know, times of sitting there seeing my dad, uh, you know, up on uh, you know playing like bookstores or wherever he's playing, and it, it really just brought some good musical, uh, you know, ver- very admittedly hipster moments of my youth. <laughs> where I just went. I went, oh, I, I, I remember that. Like, oh. Um, one thing I am going to bring up before I throw it back to you, I appreciate that Sam is, I, they, they don't say if she's bi or if she's pan. They, they don't say her oriented. She's at least bi. I, so I, I I probably say just bi. I, they don't say again. But she writes a song for this girl she starts seeing, uh, Rose, it's played by Sasha Lane. And... Their relationship, I really appreciate that they just didn't hammer it. Like, they, they, it wasn't a big sticking point of the movie. It's like, oh, she's dating a girl. Like, it, you know, they didn't make a huge deal of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, just... they, did, they did it in a subtle and kind of, like, elegant way of just just making it seem very, you know. Like, anybody that would have any problem with that, you know, I feel like it would kind of make it all appear you just just show how natural it is you know just like it's a boy you know she's in, yeah. she's in love with a girl like there's no difference it, exactly and, it, and it, it just it never comes across exploitive which i was really impressed with because i mean dude if this was a michael bay directing this movie yeah like it would have been way like it would have been been over cars oh and God. shit i but can't it, i can't even imagine the michael bay <laughs> version of hearts beat loud it's not a horrifying concept. I mean, I have no idea how that would play out. Uh, uh, it, it'd be really bad Metallica covers. Yeah. That's what it'd be a lot of like weird angles on camera shots and explosions for some reason. Yeah, like the guitar explodes. Yeah. Or something like that. Lots but, of lens flare. Yeah, oh, oh God, so much lens flare. But um, I really appreciate the, how subtle that was and how it just, it really didn't make a big deal out of it. It was just like, yeah, she's seeing a girl. You know, and one thing, and this is such a subtle thing, but I appreciate that when um, Sam says the lyric that just made me go, I love this movie. She said, um, I want to burn your, uh, I want to burn your face in the back of my mind so when, uh, uh, in the back of my mind so I see you when I close my eyes. I was like, oh, shit! Like, I, like, I heard that lyric. I was like, Okay, movie. Now we're cooking with gas, and I, I just fell more in love with it after that point. But Frank brings up the the fact that what she's singing is clearly a love song, and the first thing he says, he goes, "Do you have a girlfriend?" It's not if he do you have a boyfriend. He immediately goes, "Do you have a girlfriend?" When he knows his daughter, and it's not a big deal to him 
at all. And that just made me love the movie a thousand times more. Because, I mean, it's a subtle thing, but I just went, yep, I love that. And, of course, at the uh, at, at the end of the movie, she sings that song, uh, the, the love song, uh, to Rose. And, Ro- and she's looking Rose right in the eyes while she sings the lyric, um, oh, God, uh, you told me I was brave. Uh, and I'll remember that, which is a callback to a conversation they have laying in bed earlier in the movie. Uh, Blake One Million Miles, that's the name of the song. Uh, she should have I... sang the Rose song by Seal. That would have been a better ending. <laughs> yeah, Kiss by a Rose. Yeah, Kiss by a Rose by Seal. If they were just like, <laughs> she's like, no, I have a better song, actually. <laughs> perfect ending. <laughs> yeah, that would have been perfect. And I appreciate that that Frank brings up the fact that uh, I love that. Uh, I I, uh, I want it that way, the love song. And Sam kind of goes, all right, whatever. And he goes, to be fair, it's a pretty good song. And when you know what? Yeah, I do like I want it that way. Like, thank you for actually acknowledging that. Yeah, um, it's a good song. Yeah, right? Um, I, I just got to say, dude, I... My admiration for this movie, and, and genuinely the memories it brought back for me, I, I will fully admit that influenced my grade, but even taking my... Whew, sorry. Ooh, I no get emotional. <laughs> taking my, a, uh, my emotion out of it, this is just a solid movie from top to bottom, uh, any direction you look at it. And uh, I want to give uh, Brett, uh, Brett Haley and Mark uh, Mark Bosch, I want to say is how you say his last name. They actually did, in the, um, they've worked together a lot. Um, they did a movie called I See You in My Dreams back in uh, 2015, which has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. They did that Sam Elliott movie, uh, The Hero, that came out a couple years ago. I really enjoyed that movie. I was like, oh, that's them. Okay. Um, the music in this is just, it, it's, oh, it's so indie. Uh, the only thing missing was a Moonier song. I was shocked they didn't have one in here. But it's so beautifully indie. And I, just, I genuinely am in admiration of how everyone in this movie just really fulfilled their role and how everyone really did take this seriously. And the music really elevates what's already a great movie. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna do this, and I, I always said, you know, if we're gonna do, if we're gonna do this podcast, we gotta keep it real. And I feel like I've been handing these out recently a lot more than I like to. But to be completely honest, I've been, we've been seeing a lot of good stuff uh, the last couple months. Uh, of course, we have Medea coming out in a couple weeks, so that streak will end. But, <laughs> but there's been a lot of really good things that we've been seeing and reviewing lately. So, uh, you know where I'm going, man. This is a fan-fucking-tastic for me. I love this movie so much. I've actually watched it uh, three times start to finish in the last couple weeks. I love this movie. Uh, Colin, go ahead, man. Nice. Yeah, man, you, you just you love giving out those fan fucking tastics <laughs> but i'm trying I, I re- not to i respect man. it like, i respect it like i've been trying so hard to rate it back but I, I sat here and i went i can't even give this an a plus and feel good about it like i would feel like i'm jipping the movie of the great it deserves so yeah i, I yeah nice sorry go. i respect it um yeah i think the 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 real like part of this movie that I enjoyed watching the most was just watching Nick Offerman on on screen as the character of Frank. Um, just how he interacts with his daughter, how he's dealing with his shop closing, um, going to the bar, 
with his favorite bartender, Dave. Uh, I mean, I would watch, like, I wish this was a TV show. <laughs> like, I would love to see, like, a Netflix series that I could binge watch of just him, like, if the shop doesn't close and he just keeps on slinging old records and going to the bar. Like, you could make a great sitcom out of that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, I loved watching it on screen. It's super heartfelt really sweet um you get you get your big feel-good moment at the end um i mean it's a solid movie all around it's you know if you're in a bad mood this is a great one to watch um you know these movies are typically only as good as their music a lot of the times especially when they're creating original music is the focal point of the movie and this movie has great music they you know the songs are all awesome um, I don't know if it's like one of the best movies of last year. I don't know if it's going to make my top 10, uh, but I really, really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a, a plus. All right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'll like, you give an A minus. I'll come over there, but okay. That, that's fair. Cause like I say, like it, it's like almost by this, like the skin of its nuts, like a fan fucking dastic, but this has kind of become my my new rule. If a movie makes me cry as hard as it did, then I kind of have to give it a fan fucking desk. And you cry at so many movies, <laughs> dude. I've been crying a lot the last year and a half. I don't know what it is, but these movies are they're hitting me in the feels, yeah. man. You gotta you I, gotta stop drinking all that soy milk. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what's funny? I've been drinking a lot of soy milk in my smoothies in the morning. I love soy milk. <laughs> Uh, oh no! No almond milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I, I, it's probably almond milk, dude. Oh, dude, almond milk is just—I love almond milk. It's so good, but mm. soy milk. Don't patronize me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, like honestly, all joking aside, though, if you haven't seen this movie, you owe it to yourself to see it. Like I, yeah, this is something I'll honestly probably have people over to watch and show them. Because this is something, like I said, I've watched it three times and I'm not even close to sick of it. I've listened to Hearts Beat Loud, at least that song, and uh, Blink a Million Times, I've listened to it every day. Like, even days when I'm not working. And I just played on right in the house. So, yeah. I, I love this movie. But, guys, Hearts Beat Loud. Have you seen it? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. And you can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. And uh, you can go and like us on Facebook. Uh, so a couple of uh, kind of a big announcement here. We are on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. But we're also now back on Podbean. We're on Podbean and we're on Spotify now. So so yeah all over the place try and listen to every single upload at the same time on every exactly (laughs) yeah exactly all at once (laughs) but uh we're on all the major platforms you guys have multiple avenues to go ahead and uh, check us out so thank you so much for the support we really appreciate it uh we'll have reviews up this weekend for uh alita battle angel which i'm actually i dude i'm stoked for that i hope that's good i'm hearing nick's stuff but Hopefully it's good. Uh, so we'll have a review up for that this weekend. We'll, uh, uh, on Monday, we'll have a review for something I'm not super stoked for. Uh, isn't it romantic? It's just, mm, but I'm going to go see it. So hopefully it's all right. And uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Take care.